It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, friends? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. I'm your host, Billy Rossetti from SI Panthers. Welcome you back. Hope you guys are having a great week. We are rolling through sort of our introductory segments, as, as it were, with the Senior Bowl, getting a, a little bit of an introduction to a lot of the players, particularly on the Panthers side of the ball for next week's Senior Bowl. We've covered all the offensive players so far this week, and we are going to switch over now to the defensive side of the ball. We're going to talk about the defensive linemen and some of the edge players that the Panthers will get their hands on next week in Mobile. And as I've been saying, I sound like a broken record with this, but there's a lot of good players, a lot of talent here, you know, all throughout the board, I think, with this defensive line group that the Panthers are going to have. So I think, uh, especially with those one-on-one battles next week between the offensive line and the defensive line, some of those one-on-one drills, I think you're going to have a lot of fun watching some of those matchups there. So that's going to be something I'm going to be looking forward to. Uh, So really excited to dig into this. So let's just jump right into it and start kind of getting in a bit of an introduction here to some of these players. And like I said, there's a lot of... A lot of good talent here for the Panthers to get their hands on. And we'll start in the Big 12. We'll start over at Kansas State with uh, a guy that's gotten a little bit of buzz and maybe in like the middle to late rounds. He had a, a little he had a bit of a name for himself going into this draft process and um you know it doesn't seem like there's a lot of talk about him, but I'm pretty intrigued with this guy after catching him even a little bit earlier this offseason, and that's Wyatt Hubert of Kansas State, listed 6'3", 270 pounds from Topeka, Kansas. Uh, he spent spent uh, three seasons, well, redshirted in 2017 with Kansas State, and then uh, came, came into action 2018, playing in all 12 games, wound up getting freshman All-America honors, from USA Today Sports and had eight and a half tackles for loss and four and a half sacks that season. And then 2019 started 12 games, actually led the Wildcats with 12 and a half tackles for loss and seven sacks and wound up being named first team all Big 12 that year and was also the uh, also earned votes, I should say, for Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year and D- Big 12 Defensive Lineman of the Year. And in 2020, started all 10 games for Kansas State, had 27 tackles, 13 tackles for a loss, and eight and a half sacks. So uh, certainly a very productive college career in uh, in three years for Wyatt Hubert. You know, obviously, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see him uh, really try to break out. Like I said, he kind of seemed to be 
not as uh, I guess we'll say not as highly uh, ranked or you know doesn't have as much buzz as obviously some of these other guys. He's kind of fallen under the radar. It feels like a little bit particularly high, but I think in the the middle of the draft, I think this is a kid that is going to come in and he's going to you know work his tail off and he's just going to fly around the field and just be one of those uh, just just one of those really productive players, really uh, outstanding athletic players that uh, you just want to have on your team. So really excited to see what Hubert can do for uh, you know in front of the Panthers team here at the Senior Bowl. From there, let's move on to Florida State, where you've got uh, two pretty good names, one really good defensive tackle here as well, a guy that's been definitely getting a lot of buzz out of Florida State, Marvin Wilson, uh, one of the better defensive tackles in this uh, in this 2021 draft class. Uh, spent, of course, a couple seasons, four, uh, really all four seasons with Florida State, you know, played in... Uh, appeared in 12 games as a freshman in 2017 and recorded seven tackles. You know, didn't get a lot of playing time as a freshman, but worked his way up to 2018, had five starts as a sophomore, and really started to make his uh, make his presence felt. Had 42 tackles in 12 games, four and a half tackles for loss, three and a half sacks, four quarterback hurries, two pass breakups, and a forced fumble, and was named honorable mention All ACC. Then 2019 started the first nine games, but then an injury ended this season. He ended up with uh, 44 tackles, including eight and a half for a loss, and had a team high five sacks. Also had one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, four pass breakups, and two quarterback hurries. He was third team All American by Pro Football Focus. And first team all ACC among a couple other accolades. And then in 2020, played six games, had five starts, and ended up with 17 tackles, two tackles for loss, one sack, two quarterback hurries, and even three blocked kicks. Ended up as a uh, second team all ACC honoree. And uh, it even says here blocked kicks total. Tied for most in NCAA and was more than 113 teams in 2020. So that's quite an interesting stat. But Marvin Wilson certainly one of the uh, one of the better D tackles in this class. 6'5", 305 out of Houston. So really excited. The Panthers are going to get a chance to get a look at him. And you know the Panthers are always always a team that could use. Some uh, some defensive tackle help, even after taking two in the draft last year. They can always add some. You know, Zach Kerr, of course, isn't getting any younger. And we know time is probably running short in Carolina, no pun intended, for uh, for K-1 shorts. That, that, that phrase actually just kind of came out, ironically. But there was no pun intended. But uh, we know time is probably running out on K-1 shorts as a Carolina Panther. So they could always use some depth at the position. You know, Marvin Wilson could be a guy there in the second round if he's, if he's you know, somehow still available. So we'll see. Uh, but he's going to be a guy to definitely keep an eye on. And then there's uh, another Florida State Seminole in this, uh, in this roster as well for the Panthers. And that is 
Janarius Robinson, 6'5", 260 pounds, a redshirt senior out of Panama City, Florida. Uh, redshirted actually in 2016, but then ended up playing four, four years with the Seminoles. Played eight games in 2017, had three tackles and a sack. 2018, appeared in all 12 games, including eight starts, and was named to the ACC Honor Roll. 27 tackles, three tackles for loss, one sack, also four quarterback hurries, and one pass breakup. 2019, 13 games played, 11 starts, 48 tackles, nine tackles for loss, three sacks, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, three quarterback hurries, and one pass breakup. And then in 2020, started all nine games for the Seminoles, 26 tackles, seven for a loss, three sacks, five quarterback hurries, two pass breakups, and one blocked kick. Those three sacks led the Seminoles in sacks and also led in quarterback hurries and was second in tackles for loss and was also named a Seminole Scholar, which just certainly sounds like a, a very good award to have. So two good Seminoles from that defensive line that the Panthers will have their hands on in this Senior Bowl. And then we go to definitely one of the more well-known pass rushers in this draft class and certainly one of the the highlights of the entire Senior Bowl roster, and that's Wake Forest edge Carlos Basham Jr. Definitely a lot of love for Basham. Has been one of the, the top-ranked edge rushers for really a lot of media outlets here. 6'5", 285, out of Roanoke, Virginia. He was a redshirt senior, uh, redshirted as a freshman in 2016, but then certainly came onto the scene in uh, 2017 where he actually had, uh, well, didn't really play much, but did have half a half tackle for a loss in the Belk Bowl that season over Texas A&M. Had his first career start and had three tackles, a tackle for a loss, and a quarterback hurry against North Carolina State. Uh, but 2018 really started to rise up. Finished fourth on the team in tackles as a redshirt sophomore. 64 total tackles. That season and also led the Demon Deacons with 11 tackles for loss and was second on the team with four and a half sacks. 2019 led Wake Forest again with 11 sacks and 18 tackles for a loss. Uh, those 11 sacks were actually second most ever by a Wake Forest player in a season and the most since 1992. And in fact, those 11 sacks in 2019 were second in the ACC. And then 2020, uh, this is an interesting stat, had the longest active streak in the country of 23 consecutive games with a, tackle, with a tackle for a loss, but that came to an end against Syracuse back on Halloween. He was the only player in the country to have a streak in the double digits when the streak ended. So, yeah, quite a run. For Carlos Basham, certainly a, a very productive player in his time at Wake Forest. He And these are just uh, some of the awards he won while at Wake Forest, especially in 2020. Senior Class Award candidate. He was on the watch list for the Chuck Bednarik Award, the watch list for the Bronco Nagurski Award, and the watch list for the Lot Impact Trophy. And also won the, won the 2019-20 
Arnold Palmer Award. So a lot of recognition and some accolades for Carlos Basham. Certainly excited to see what he does in the NFL and excited to see that the Panthers are going to get their hands on him at the Senior Bowl. So those are just, you know, four of the names on the defensive line so far that the Panthers will have. We have a few more to get through in just a minute. But first, I want to remind you guys that today's episode is being brought to you by our friends at BuiltBar.com, the best-tasting protein bar ever, and always appreciate their support. Love the bars, guys. So many delicious flavors for you to choose from. Uh, Really, if if you have a favorite type of flavor, chances are, Built Bar has you covered. There's caramel brownie, there's cookies and cream, there's coconut almond, raspberry, peanut butter, banana bread, all sorts of great flavors for you to choose from. And the best part is all these bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they are soft and easy to chew. And these are great if you're a health conscious guy. So you get the deliciousness of eating a candy bar, but you also know the fact that you can lose or maintain weight while eating these delicious treats. These are even great if you're on a keto diet. These bars are low in calorie, low in sugar, high in protein, high in fiber. For example, the peanut butter bar, 19 grams of protein, 180 calories, five grams of sugar, five grams of net carbs. But again, don't just take my word for it. Go try these bars for yourself because they are absolutely delicious and they'll help make you feel good. Go to builtbar.com. That's B-U-I-L-T. B-A-R.com. Use our promo code locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. So again, that's builtbar.com, promo code locked on, and you will get 20% off your next order. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So let's keep jumping around now and look at some of these other names and some of these just kind of quickly, just to kind of move forward a little bit. Uh, But let's move on to to Cameron Sample out of Tulane. 6'3", 280 pounds. He comes from Snellville, Georgia. And uh, Cameron Sample, you know, I mean, haven't really seen much on him, but, you know... And, and and that's another another thing I love about the Senior Bowl is it's a chance to you know see some of these guys that you know we really haven't gotten to see much of and really kind of get your your first uh, first look at him. But just looking at some of the numbers here from Cameron Sample, uh, 2020 played in 11 games, wound up with uh, 52 total tackles, eight and a half tackles for a loss, and six sacks. 2019 had a pretty nice season as well. 44 total tackles, five and a half tackles for a loss, one and a half sacks, also had five passes defended and a fumble recovery. And then six tackles for loss and four sacks in 2018. So the numbers are certainly there as well for Cameron Sample. So intrigued to see what he can bring to the table next week. Malik Herring 
of Georgia is the next guy we will take a look at here. And Malik Herring comes from Forsyth, Georgia. He stands 6'3 and weighs in at 280 pounds. And, uh, you know, again, just for a note, a lot of these numbers so far I've been taking just from the school's website. But certainly next week we'll get a much clearer picture because we know uh, all these players get weighed in. Um, this year, of course, they're not letting media into weigh-in for obvious reasons. They're only letting uh, team personnel, stuff like that, in. So we'll get a more accurate number of these heights and weights. But for now, I'm just using what they're listed at on the school's website. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But Malik Herring of Georgia uh, played in a lot of games. That's one of the first things you, you come in. Played in all 15 games in 2017 as a freshman. Played all 14 games in 2018. Had 23 tackles, three and a half for a loss, and assists on uh, two quarterback sacks. 2019 played in 12 games with nine starts, 26 total tackles, 18 quarterback pressures. That was third best among all defenders and also had five tackles and one and a half tackles for a loss in that Sugar Bowl matchup against Baylor. So pretty productive season in 19 and then in 2020, eight starts out of 10 games, 20 tackles, 24 total QB pressures on the season, which was second best among all defenders. So that just tells you that this kid just gets to the quarterback. He may not have, you know, a lot of sacks, but he puts pressure on the quarterback, which at times, of course, as we know, can be just as important as actually getting the sack. So that's 42 total quarterback pressures in the last two seasons for Malik Herring. So another guy that sounds... You know, really, really fun to watch. Really excited to see what he can do here. Peyton Turner out of Houston is next on our list here. And he's a Houston boy. He came, he grew up in Houston, 6'6", 270. Uh, senior, from, senior out of Houston. And again, just kind of glancing at his numbers real quick. We see uh, 2017 played in 11 games, had 14, 14 total tackles, including two for a loss and one sack. 2018, 42 total tackles in 11 games, four and a half tackles for a loss, four passes defended. 2019, uh, 34 total tackles in 12 games, eight tackles for a loss, four sacks, four passes defended. And then this past season, only played in five games. But of course, the American, a little bit of a shorter season than some of these other bigger conferences. But Turner played in five games this year, 25 tackles, so still not bad, though. I mean, that, that's an average of five tackles for a game, which is not bad at all for a defensive lineman. Ten and a half tackles for a loss and five sacks. So for his total, uh, or for his career, 39 games played, 115 total tackles, 25 tackles for loss in four years and 10 total sacks, and even 10 passes defended. So, again, some good numbers. Pretty productive player, as we can see here. So, curious to see what he can bring to the table next week as well. And again, admittedly, some of these names I haven't really gotten a, a feel for yet. So, next week will kind of be my my first glance at a good bit of, the, good bit of these players, including this next guy we're going to 
take a glance at here. Marlin, and I'm probably going to butcher this name. I apologize. I'm going to have to look up uh, the pronunciation of this name. But Marlin Tuipulotu, 6'3", 305 pounds out of USC, hometown being Independence, Oregon. Uh, for his career, or at least uh, his career numbers, 2017 played in three games and had two tackles, so you know very limited action as a freshman. But then started to break out in 2018. 12 games played, 33 tackles, five and a half tackles for loss, four and a half sacks. 2019, 12 games played, 46 total tackles, six tackles for loss, two sacks, three passes defended, one forced fumble. And 2020 played in six games. And again, we know the Pac-12 had a very short season this year. So uh, so for a lot of these Pac-12 guys, six is about as high as you're going to get with uh, the number of games played. Six, maybe seven, but that's around the max you're going to see. But six games played in 2020, 23 total tackles, three and a half tackles for loss, and two sacks. So uh, 33 total games played. 104 tackles, 15 tackles for loss, eight and a half sacks for Tui Pelotu. Then we get to another one of the more intriguing names. We know Greg Rousseau has been kind of the the big name there among the edge rushers, although there's starting to be some a little bit of a debate. I know some mocks have had him maybe like top 10 or top 15, but I looked the other day at... Uh, at Dane Brugler's top 100, and he had Rousseau, I think, around top 25, which is still pretty good, but a little bit lower than some other guys. Uh, but Rousseau was always kind of the bigger name there among the Miami edge rushers. But the other guy's not too bad himself, and that's the guy we're going to touch on here too right now that the Panthers are going to have next week. Quincy Roche. I believe I'm saying that right. 6'3", 245 out of uh, Randallstown, Maryland, and he also previously played at Temple. So, hey, almost sounds uh, homegrown for for uh, Matt Rule coming from Temple. So he actually uh, started, his, started his college career at Temple, played three seasons, totaled 137 tackles, 39.5 tackles for loss, and 26 sacks, also had seven pass breakups, six forced fumbles, five fumble recoveries, and three blocked kicks. So those were his numbers while he was at Temple, and also was uh, American Athletic Conference Defensive Player of the Year while at Temple. And then he transferred to uh, Miami in 2020, played one season with Miami, started all 10 games, and had 45 total tackles, 14 and a half tackles for loss, and four and a half sacks. Also tied for the ACC lead with three forced fumbles and had two fumbles, or uh, two fumble recoveries. Was second on Miami and third in the ACC with uh, 14 and a half total tackles. And again, you know, kind of his partner in crime there was Greg Rousseau, at least in terms of. Uh, two good edge rushers that are going to be coming from the same school. Because as we know, of course, Greg Rousseau uh, did not play in 2020. He decided to opt out. So never actually got to see Rousseau and Roche play together. 
Uh, but at least they'll be kind of partners in crime and both coming from Miami and having a chance to, you know, put on a show in the NFL. But Roche, we'll see him at the Senior Bowl next week. Excited to see him. And then the last name we're going to talk about here among the defensive linemen, uh, not not too surprised. <laughs> kind of just worked out this way that this name was last, but it almost feels right because it is a Baylor kid. You know, we talked, we just talked about Roche, who originally played at Temple, and now we'll talk about a player from the other school that Matt Rule coached, and that, of course, being Baylor, 6'4", 248-pound outside linebacker, you know, edge player, William Bradley King, who played in nine games in 2020 with eight starts, was an all-Big 12 honorable mention, had 31 tackles, four pass breakups, and four quarterback hurries, also led the team in sacks with three and a half, and this was his uh, only season at Baylor. He was a transfer. He spent his first three seasons with Arkansas State, but did pretty well at Arkansas State as well. He was first team all Sunbelt Conference, uh, selected by the coaches in 2019 as he started all 13 games for the Red Wolves, 13 and a half tackles for a loss, eight and a half sacks, six quarterback hurries, and three forced fumbles. And was and those eight and a half sacks were second in the Sun Belt. And he was and then 2018, he was second team all Sun Belt Conference. So he really saw his stock rise over a couple seasons at Arkansas State. And then um, you know, seemingly still performed pretty well in his lone season at Baylor. So that's the so again, excited, you know, excited to kind of get a first glance at him. And that's pretty much the the rundown here as far as the defensive linemen go for the Carolina Panthers. So I uh, will take a quick minute and shout out one more of our great sponsors, recap the players that the Panthers will have on the defensive line at the Senior Bowl and a quick rundown of the other side as well, the players that the Dolphins will have. So some extra names for you guys to keep an eye on. But of course, today's episode being brought to you by betonline.ag, where you still have a chance to make a little bit of money with Conference Championship Weekend coming up. It's hard to believe we are down to the Final Four and we are closing in on finding out who will be in Super Bowl 55. You can still bet a little bit of money, make a little bit of money with betonline.ag as you can sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use our promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. And of course, you know, again, you've got the conference championship this weekend. You've got college basketball. You've got NBA. You got a lot of stuff going on here. Even NHL, if that tickles your fancy. A lot of stuff for you to bet on this weekend and a chance to make yourself a little bit of money heading into the end of January here. So don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And of course, again, use our promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So to kind of wrap things up here, again, just a a quick rundown one more time of the players that the Panthers will have on the defensive line. So it's Wyatt Hubert out of Kansas State, Marvin Wilson out of Florida State, Carlos Basham Jr. of Wake Forest, again, certainly one of the more intriguing guys in this class, especially in this D-line class, so excited to see him. Cameron Sample of Tulane. I actually missed somebody, I'm sorry. I went through the list and missed a name here, so we'll go through him real quick, and that's Chauncey Golston out of Iowa. We know of uh, we know of the breakout season that um, that Davion Nixon had along the Iowa defensive line. You know, really hadn't done much going into the 2020 season, but came out of the 2020 season looking like an extremely good defensive lineman. Uh, but we'll take a look here at Chauncey, Chauncey Golston. So I apologize, I skipped him. I Ran through the names and completely skipped them over, so that was my fault. So we'll give him his due right here. Chauncey Golston, 6'5", 270 pounds, a senior from Detroit, Michigan. Uh, was a semifinalist for the Lot Impact Trophy. Uh, honorable mention All-America by Phil Steele. First team All-Big Ten by coaches and media, as well as the Associated Press and Phil Steele, he started all eight games for the Hawkeyes, 24 tackles, 21 and 21 uh, assist tackles, excuse me, so 45 total tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, five and a half sacks, one interception, one forced fumble, one pass breakup, and three pressure. So that's the last name. So again, Wyatt, so now we'll run through now that we've gotten everybody. Wyatt Hubert of Kansas State, Marvin Wilson of Florida State, Carlos Basham Jr. of Wake Forest, Cameron Sample of Tulane, Chauncey Golston of Iowa. Again, apologies for missing him. Malik Herring of Georgia, Peyton Turner of Houston, Marlon Tuipiloto of USC, Janarius Robinson of Florida State, Quincy Roche of Miami, and William Bradley King of Baylor. So those are the defensive linemen that the Panthers will have. And then as far as the team goes, again, that's the team that the Dolphins are going to coach. Their defensive linemen will be Jonathan Cooper of Ohio State, Levi Onzurike of Washington, Osa Odigizua of UCLA, Rashad Weaver of Pittsburgh, Patrick Jones II of Pittsburgh, uh, Adenikumbo Ogundeji of Notre Dame, and Dalen Hayes of Notre Dame, Taryn Jackson of Coastal Carolina, Ellerson Smith of Northern Iowa, Taquan Graham of Texas, and Shaka Tony of Penn State. So a bunch of good names there as well. So a lot of talent on this defensive line group on both sides of the ball for uh, for the Senior Bowl. So excited to see them get after it next week. So we've gone through all of offense. We've gone through defense. All we really have to go through left is linebackers and secondary. So we'll get into that down the line as well as we 
begin uh, start to begin our Senior Bowl coverage next week. Again, I'll be covering from home, but fortunately, again, I will I uh, will be able to cover it this season. So definitely excited for that. So appreciate you guys tuning in. I think that's where we're gonna leave it for now, and. We'll be back next time, talk about the linebackers and then eventually the secondary, and we'll have covered all the players at that point, particularly on the Panthers side of the football next week. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. We will see you soon. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.